welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and today we are joined by one of my clients, Michael Clementi. Michael's got a fantastic story about his career today, starting from karting and going right up to his race debut this year. Um, not yet to start, but in the TCR series. So stay tuned for that show. What are the kind of things that we do with Michael if we work around his sponsorship? We help him with his social media. Um, public relations, exercise, training, and nutrition. If you guys want to know a little bit more about what we can do for you at Motivate Training, head over to our website, motivatetraining.com.au. Look for the development page, and whilst you're there, download one of our free eBooks. That's um, got lots of inside tricks and tips um, to how to get started with sponsorship, um, how to help develop your social media plan, um, how to get some PR. We go a little bit into media training and a little bit about starting off with your branding. So again, guys, race over to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash development and check out that ebook. Let's get started with today's show. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Thank you, Belinda. Thanks for having me. Well, very excited this year. You're having your rookie year in TCR, but you haven't just started racing this year. You've been around for a long time. Tell us your journey to date and how you've made it to TCR. Um, well, yeah, so it dates back quite a long time ago. Um, I started when I was only um, seven in go-karts. Um, it was funny. Uh, one day I was driving in the backyard in, um, in Dad's golf buggy and I crashed into the fence. And um, I think from then was when Dad had decided that um, we had to get into a go-kart of some sort because um, Dad had never had any motorsport history, um, never followed racing or anything like that. So it was um, a little bit unusual. So, yeah, like I said, I crashed into a fence and then um, we went dodging carts and Apparently, I wouldn't want to get off them. So then um, Dad went on eBay and just searched for an old second-hand go-kart. So um, we purchased the go-kart and um, the same day we picked it up, we headed down to the Geelong Go-Kart Club where um, apparently I cried on the outgrid because I didn't want to go. I was too scared. But uh, <laughs> as you can tell, I ended up going out and it, it's been a great journey since. So um, yeah, um, we did quite a few years in go-karts um, and uh, we moved up into cars in 2016 because um, I sort of started getting... Um, Bit, a bit bored with go-karts and me and dad we wanted a new challenge and we wanted to see um what we could do and um how much fun we could have so um, we went to Sandown one day because i was following um my good mate john dorio and um and he was racing formula fords and we sort of started looking at that pathway to go down and um yeah we had a, a good look at the formula fords but um as we're on the the acrid for the uh, formula fords some xls are driving past and we were thinking what in the hell are these little buzz boxes doing? And we remember seeing the grid. It was like it was full back then. So we thought, um, yeah, we'll, we'll look into this a little bit. And sure enough, we ended up buying a two hundred dollar car off um off Gumtree, and we started building our own race car. And yeah, and it, um, we did our first year in, in the car racing. It was just me, Dad, and Dom, who was a mentor from go karts, and he um he's been with me since my early days since I started racing. So it was basically us three for um a few years. Oh, actually, it was just a year in the cars, and then. Um, towards the end of the year, we had a suspension problem with the car and we couldn't seem to find the problem out um, ourselves and we went to all the local shops to try and figure out the issue, but we still couldn't do it. And um, time was running short. We had a race company up in, a, I think it was two weeks. So we decided to bite the bullet and contact David Byrne from um, XL Race in Australia where um, we brought the car over to him and he had a look at the car and within five minutes he knew exactly what the problem was. And um, from then on, yeah, we just started working together and it, it worked um, really well. So... The, uh, the next year, we decided to build a new car and and um, see 
um, if we could make it um, any better or if there's any different changes we could use because um, previously we weren't using a lot of the um, Brown Davis parts, which um, have obviously been there, a massive help in the in the new car build. So, yeah, over there, um, some we built a new car using all of the um, Brown Davis parts, all of the Acceleration Australia um, data sheets and all that sort of stuff. So we put a car together with Dave and... Um, yeah, we had a really good year. We ended up winning the 2018 Nationals as well as the um, South Australian State Championship and I was fortunate enough to win the Cairns Rising Star Award. So that was a really good year for us. It was um, a year where we took on a lot and we did a lot of racing in Victoria and South Australia. So um, we had plenty of great fun and there was plenty of late night trips back home from the workshop. So yeah, it all goes without saying like um, Dave and, and David Brown as well, they put in so much work before I even got to the team and they'd already developed cars and engines and all that sort of stuff. So it was really cool to jump in such a, an experienced um, team already when we had um, we'd basically never been a part of a team in go-karts. So it was um, something new for us and we had, a, we had a great time in there. So um, yeah, we kept working with the boys and um, as you can tell, we're now in TCR. So this was a little bit of a shock to myself and I think Dad as well because we um we never really saw motorsport as a um as a realistic um uh, sort of dream that we could um could, could uh, approach. So um yeah, we always thought yeah like supercars and and racing would be um it was always a dream. We never had any thoughts that it would actually happen. So um once we were with Dave and he's um obviously a really optimistic guy, so he put a a lot of thoughts and ideas in our head and um. Somehow it's uh, it's happened, and we've got our own TCR team. So it's uh, it's unbelievable. But none of it would be uh, none of it would be true if it wasn't for the great partners I have, such as Worth, High Tech Oils, McDonald's. Um, all the guys have been with me for a long time, and I wouldn't be here without them. So hats off to them because obviously motorsport, being the way it is, it is extremely um, expensive, and it's uh, incredibly hard to gain the partnership that is needed to run a team. So I've been really lucky to have the, the amount of support we've had, and. Can't, um, can't say thank you enough to them. So I hope um, in these tough times like now with COVID-19, it's really important that we start giving back towards them. And that's what we're really trying to do um, in the current times is, is working with our partners. So yeah, um, rookie year in TCR, like you said before, um, we didn't get to do our first race, unfortunately, the Grand Prix. Um, we were suited up and ready to go out in uh, Friday morning for our first race. And then the, the call was made to can the event. So um, we will gutted with the decision, but obviously... Um, the safety of everyone else comes first, so we understood 100%. But um, yeah, we're just we're sitting around waiting to to see when our next race will be. We definitely have had some exciting last couple of years with all your racing. So congratulations on your yeah. to date. <laughs> uh, did you actually do a full Ford race? No, no, I actually never even saw <laughs> one. Um, yeah, we, we went to the track ready to buy one, and then uh, we went home buying a $200 XL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how funny is! I mean, obviously, it's quite different from an open wheeler to a team. Like, just make the decision. Obviously, it's a bit cheaper to race the Excels. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And are they? What are the costs generally of of an Excel racing? I think that it's a great transition from um, carts. You know, generally going to Formula Fords, um, Mm -hmm. um, going probably next into Excels. I know a lot of the listeners are generally trying to think about what's the the right pathway to to pursue in motorsports and. I guess one of the big questions would be, like, what are the costs like in Excel racing? Yeah, well, obviously coming from go-karts, um, go-karts are very full-on. Like, if you wanted to, you could race every weekend of the year. So we were doing quite a lot of karting, and um, we, um, we'll spend a lot of money in go-karts, obviously. And we thought that um, if we're going to be spending so much in go-karts, um, we thought that we could spend the same amount of money in car racing and we can go and race on these massive, iconic tracks. So that was sort of our, um, our thought process. So obviously we went to the track. Um, ready to do a deal on a Formula Ford and uh, we had a lot of interest in that and um, yeah, we 
push come to shove and we're looking at the um the comparisons between the XL and the um, Formula Ford, we just thought that um, not only was the XL uh, uh, safer in our eyes, um, obviously um, a lot of my family were concerned with the Formula Ford being open wheelers and um, you're not very much protected. Even though the cars these days are incredibly safe, it's still, you're in an open wheeler. So um, that was one of the major things being the safety concern. So we um, started to lean towards the XLs and once you start putting together like um, what you can do to the cars and, and how much it, um, it costs to build, you can, you can really build a car within five to 10 grand. So um, that was how our first race car came about. And yeah, it just, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Like me and dad and um, Dom, we spent a lot of late nights in the garage at home and we'll just strip the car, throwing pieces away. And every time we needed a new piece, we just, um, instead of buying a new part, you just go and buy a car because it was cheaper to do so. So we ended up with like five or six spare cars in the backyard and we live in town. So it's not like we've got a lot of property or anything. So um, yeah, mum was pretty mad at the, the backyard. Yeah. It was basically a car park with XL. So, <laughs> and uh, we had a lot of fun, but yeah, it, it's definitely the, um, a really good uh, stepping stone out of go-karts, jumping into a very affordable um, car racing class. And um, it's definitely one of the biggest classes out there being like most races have got a, a full grid of 50 cars. So um, I enjoy those days a lot. And um, I do look forward to getting back into an XL this year, doing a, a race here and there to um, just to yeah, go back to the grassroots and, and really enjoying where we came from. Do you still have your car or did you sell it? No, no, we still have it. Yeah, um, yeah, we're going to hold on to it for as long as we can. And um, yeah, like I said, we'll use it to come back and do a race here and there. And um, yeah, just remember what racing is all about and go and head up to South Australian race, Ashley Johnson, because um, we had plenty of great battles with him. And uh, yeah, we'll, I look forward to going back there to do it again. <laughs> Michael, you mentioned and on your intro that you weren't used to working within a team. It was just yourself, Dad and yeah. Dom. And then you met Dave and Dave. Um, but now that you've taken a step up to another category again and mm. into, as you said, the rookie of TCR, which is touring car racing, um, how has the team grown and who now is in your team? And so it's gone from three to five to, to what does it stand at now? And uh, yeah, it's incredible. So a lot of the guys in our team now, uh, we've been with them for quite a few years. So you have myself, obviously, then you've got David Byrne, um, David Brown, Ash Wright, John O'Bycroft, which um, he's actually a new addition to the team. Um, he was a good friend of David Byrne and he's a really good data and um, analysis. So obviously being in TCR, you get to the functions of um, using MoTeC, which is something that I had no experience with and, um, and neither did anyone in the team. So um, we had to recruit um, Jono, which he's been like absolutely fantastic. He's such a great um, down-to-earth bloke with plenty of experience and plenty of knowledge. So, um, yeah, we've got it's really cool because our team is – we've got like a, a really big core function and a lot of the people come just from uh, XLs. And, and a big thing to say is that no one's getting paid. Everyone in the team is doing it out of their own time, um, their own hard work and effort. And um, obviously they've got day-to-day jobs, so nothing can be done during, um, during the day. So they end up coming to the workshop at night and – leaving time from out of their family. And it's, it's a really big thing for um, everyone on the team. It's a, and um, yeah, obviously it's not our day-to-day job. Like you, we are competing against some um, really big teams. Um, it's literally their day-to-day job to go to a, um, a car factory and, and develop cars and, and work on them. So um, we're, do, we're doing it tough, but I think um, we're going to do all right in the year because um, like I said, we have a really good team and a lot of smart minds behind us. So hopefully if we uh, get the opportunity, I think um, we'll do okay. And you've got two girls on the team? Yeah, so we've got um, Kat. She's a really uh, great mechanic. She's actually from New South Wales. So, yeah, she comes down and um, helps us out. And, yeah, she's a um, really good mechanic as well as um, Bree Wright. So that's our team manager, Ash Wright's um, daughter. So she's a really good candidate to the team. So, yeah, like I said, everyone's just, just jumping in, pouring in help. And wherever we need the assistance, there's someone there. So we're really fortunate to have so many great people on the team. 
And now that you've stepped up into the category, how has your fitness regime changed, if ever? Um, yeah, so I've always <laughs> been a – I still eat quite bad, but um, I do go to the gym uh, as much as I can. Uh, obviously, now we can't because gyms have just closed, but um, I do a lot of uh, body workouts at home and just and trying to keep myself fit and, and prepare for the, um, the race car. But um, one of the things that I think I've struggled most with um, in the new race car TCR is um, the temperature inside the car. Obviously, being excelled, it's um, very production-based, so it's um, quite standard and doesn't get too hot in the car, but um, the TCR car gets a lot hotter and I'm, I'm noticing myself sweating quite a lot and um, it's something that I'm having to deal with that I haven't had to really deal with before. Like um, at the AGP during qualifying, I remember I was only on my like third lap and I had sweat come off my forehead and it, it came into my eye and I was coming onto the straight and like that burned. So I was coming onto the straight with like one eye closed and then I was trying to wipe it out. But yeah, it's um, it's something I'll deal with and I'll, I'm sure I'll find a way to get around it. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's been a really big challenge so far, but um, we're up for the challenge and I think that um, if you give us enough time during the year, um, we'll cope with it and we'll just keep um, progressively improving. And I hope by uh, the end of the year that we're um, doing some good things. And I just remember that during the test day, you're saying physically to drive the cars are very different from the XL to the TCR. Can you mm -hmm. talk us through what the, the differences are? Yeah, so the, um, the actual fundamentals of the car are quite similar, being front-wheel drive, Still um, a low horsepower car, except these have got a lot more grip compared to the XL. So um, I didn't have to really change any of my driving styles because I've only um, really driven front-wheel drive cars. So that was a, um, an advantage to us. But in terms of the car, yeah, I've, I've never really driven anything fast. So to me, these are fast. But to um, an experienced race car driver, they'd probably say the opposite. But yeah, the, the cars have got massive brakes compared to an XL. So you, you stomp on the brakes and like your face gets almost torn off and you hit the steering wheel. So... I had to, like, my first time out, the brakes are cold, and I, I thought that was how they normally were. And then once they get up the temp and you jump on them, it's just, like, it was nuts. I, I couldn't understand what was going on. But, yeah, apart from that, you've got, obviously, a lot of power, and it's also um, boosted. So you'd come out of the corner, and you're not prepared, but there's a lot of lag. And then once the um, the turbo kicks through the lag, and then it, it comes all on at once, it's just, like, it's like going down a, a freaking um, a runway and the plane starts taking off. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was something new for us. But um, we got we got uh, we got through it, and it's been great fun since. Um, and when it comes to race weekend and nutrition, do you change up your diet, or how is it your nutrition on the weekend, or do you eat, or were you too nervous? Obviously, last week it was a little bit of a different um, circumstance, but yeah, yeah. Um, our first race weekend, Mum was there trying to um, flood me some healthy food, apples, bananas. Um, yeah, anything that was uh, that was going to give me a lot of um, energy because um, Thursday was a really busy day. We had three sessions, so yeah, my nutrition um, it's definitely changed a lot more. Trying to keep up the um, proteins during a race weekend, where um, in excels I was I was going to the um, canteen there and eating whatever was whatever was being fried made. So um, yeah, it's uh, quite different, but um, yeah, obviously you got to do what you got to do to stay um, mentally fit and as well as physically fit for the other race cars. So um, yeah, we're um, definitely taking um, a, more of a dietitian approach, and um, it's, it's working well so far. Fantastic. And obviously, it's your first race. Well, the first race didn't actually happen, but uh, again, being new, um, how do you get yourself into the right mindset to go racing? Are you one to put headphones on and or go have some quiet time? You don't really do anything. Do you warm up with some general fitness exercises? Um, not not really. I'm sort of like um, I don't get too um, nervous. I sort of just chill out in the garage and just um, let everything unfold. Um, but on the AGP weekend, I was uh, before a session. I would just um, stand in the car and, and sort of. Um, a little bit quiet, I suppose, just trying to mentally prepare yourself for what you need to do during the session and um, all that sort of stuff. But, 
yeah, I don't really have a regime, but um, I'm, I think that it probably will come during the year as uh, it starts getting a lot more professional and you need to um, fall into the mindset um, quite as severe. So, yeah, at the moment, I sort of just stay chill and um, I speak to everyone on the team, just walk around and, um, and yeah, just keep level-headed. Yes, you're very cool, calm, collective, eh? You don't <laughs> like to show much. You don't like to give much away, do you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just me, yeah. Um, so, Mark, you mentioned before that you've had a massive learning curve when it comes to gaining sponsorship. It was a completely different ball game from Racing Excels into TCR. What has been some of those um, learning um, lessons that you've had um, yet yeah, trying to get the sponsorship for TCR? Yeah, well, obviously coming from a, an amateur level of XR racing with um, partners and all that sort of stuff. So I was I was really lucky enough to have a lot of um, great partners in Excels. And when we told them that we were making the move to TCR, um, nearly all of them said, yeah, that's awesome. We want to be on board um, like and literally said how much. So I was really fortunate to have um, such great uh, partners in the, in the past. And I think that's um, that's uh, been the case because um, we have really good relationships with them. Um, our partners and we try to do our best to give back to them and ask what we can do for the, do for them. So um yeah, once we made the call, they, they were all hands on deck. And obviously, um at our first um, race at the AGP, we were really really lucky enough to land Worth as our naming rights partner for that event. And um that just uh, that just happened um, through someone who knew someone who knew someone. So we had a, a really good link there. And um I think that's mainly the case in a lot of um corporate um partners. It's it's a relationship through someone else. So, um, yeah, uh, it was, we were really lucky to gain that um, support and um, I can't thank them enough and I hope that um, well, with the way things are now, we don't know when our next event will be, but I hope that um, we can still continue the partnership for the rest of the year. And one thing that's definitely been on your side um, when it comes to sponsorship has been your social media Facebook page. Um, you've got over 18,000 fans on there. How did you build that audience? Well, um, I, I started it. Uh, quite a few years ago, I think it was maybe like 2014. I was only halfway through um, through go karts, so yeah. Once we um, we opened it up in carts, um, obviously we had a small following as expected for a few years, but we made the switch to cars, and um, it started gradually building itself from there. And then as we started taking racing um, pretty serious, we thought that um, a profile in your social media network is one of the biggest things um, a, a potential sponsor looks at. So um, we, we worked on that a lot. Um, we advertised a lot on our racing to, to get it built up quite a lot. And, um, yeah, then we, um, as we started winning, like, uh, we just kept getting a lot of unfollows, which is, um, I was really insane and so humbled to, to get so much support. And then uh, we made the big switch to TCR, which has been the, um, the major boost. So as soon as you start hitting this um, sort of professional level of racing, um, it's just gone. Um, out of the world so yeah I'm absolutely mind blown at the support again and um, yeah it's it's crazy at the moment. So having such a big fan following um, you have to be constantly on there so do you do all your own social media or does this family help you out with that? Um, no no I take care of all my um, online social media accounts so, um, I think it's best to do that to give that um, personal sort of um perspective to the um to your fans so yeah I, I handle all of them and i try and be as active as possible um i'm always I'm replying to all the comments i'm always asking questions and um i'm starting to do a lot of giveaways as we're getting a lot of team merch so um yeah i try and give back as much as possible and, and connect with everyone as much as i can i love it it's um it's a great thing when you you receive a comment on, on um from someone you don't even know but they they know you so it's yeah it's a, it's really cool to have and do you have a preferred platform you're on both facebook and instagram um, I'm actually on everything, yeah. So obviously, <laughs> uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, we're setting up a YouTube account um, as well as Twitch. 
um, yeah, I, I want everything I can be. Um, yeah, just try and connect with, me, with as many people as possible. I think you'd be really funny on TikTok. <laughs> I actually, um, I made an account a little while ago, but I only fit in my ducks. But um, I yeah, actually, that's what the duck. <laughs> I, there's a couple of videos of the ducks on there, but yeah, I think um, I should start doing some some car racing ones because I haven't seen that on TikTok yet. But yeah. there's a lot of potential to get a lot of views on that. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, Michael has a pet duck called. Uh, I've actually got three: um, Barbara, Jerry, and Bart. <laughs> And on his race car, he has uh, a cartoon at the back, and it's called yeah. Duck. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a, um, I've got a, a cartoon from um, Barbara, my my pet duck. We had Simon from Check It Out Graphics. To um, I basically said to him, I want my my duck on the car, and um, he came back with this insane little um cartoon of like it. It, it looks really cool. So I'm happy to be riding with Barbara, and um, yeah, it, it's it's really cool little addition to the car. Oh, that's just another thing. You do name your car. What's your car name and why is it named that? Um, we brought the car named Charlie. So, um, yeah, the car came as Charlie. Um, I initially wanted to change the name, but uh, funny enough, my team manager, Ash Wright, said, no, you can't change the car name. It's like um, change the name of a boat. It's insanely bad luck. So once he told me that, I was like, yeah, definitely not. I do not want any bad luck in, in uh, this car. So um, Charlie's stuck and, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's a pretty cool name for a car. Yeah, I, I like it. And so, Michael, now that there's no uni, because um, you've just finished your VC last year, and what are you studying at uni? I'm doing a Bachelor of Business. So, yeah, uni's actually just been um, closed down at RMIT. It's all online classes. So that um, it actually works out well with myself and the racing. I can log on it and do my classwork, and then I can um, get off that and start doing all my um, racing stuff. So it's, it's working pretty well at the moment. But, yeah, obviously um, it's not going to stay at this forever. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just trying to handle the both racing and uni at the same time. And um, I did it through year 12 in, in high school. So I, hopefully it's not too bad this year. And is that what you're doing now in your off time? Just hanging at the, at the race car? Yeah, yeah. So I'm here every day at the factory working on um, all my uh, media stuff or um, potential sponsors and, and handling with all the promotions and, um, and uh, interacting with all my current partners. So, yeah, there's, I'm doing a lot of that at the moment. I think um, it's a really good opportunity to do that as we're not on track. It's, um, we need to keep the wheel spinning off track. So, um, yeah, I'm doing all of that. And as long as um, my online uni classes and I'm juggling the both and um, it's working out all right. But, yeah, it's just, uh, hopefully it's not too long we've got to do this, but um, you never know what's going to happen in the future. And what is the ultimate goal for MC Motorsports? Um, yeah, um, I want to run my own car team eventually. So um, obviously we have started with uh, where we are now, my Quinta Motorsports, but um, the long-term goal is to continue running a, a multi-car team um, in a, across a few different classes would, I, would be ideal. But um, yeah, whether I'm driving or not, I don't really mind as long as I'm in the scene and um, as long as it's been a profitable, profitable um, business is the ideal goal. Um, obviously, it's one of the hardest industries um, in motorsports, so it's going to be a massive challenge, and um, it's, everything's going to be thrown at us. But I've got so many great people behind me, and I think um, I think uh, we'll do all right if we um, if we get the chance. And Michael, what is your favourite racetrack other than Bathurst, and why? Um, other than Bathurst, um, I really enjoy Phillip Island. Um, it was the the second track I ever drove, and I think. Um, yeah, to me, Phillip Island is, is, has been just as cool as the one time we went to Bathurst. Um, obviously, Bathurst is it's Bathurst, so um, it's the ideal track. But 
Phillip Island is a really, really close second to it. Um, I just love the, the fast speed corners and you got turn one, which is um, insanely awesome if you get it right and it's quite nasty if you get it wrong. And um, obviously you got Lukey Heights coming over the crest. It's, um, yeah, it's a really cool track to be on. Yeah, I just like the view. <laughs> it, it looks cool. It's always cold there, but the view is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, coming down Main Street when you're looking at the water, um, I don't think you get that anywhere else in the world. No, it's very beautiful. Um, Michael, thank you very much for your time today. Um, hopefully, oh, I think that you gave um, some great tips and some insight about your career today and progressing up through the different categories do you have any final words or advice for up-and-coming motorsport athletes when it comes to whether on track or off track um yeah i think one of the biggest thing is make sure you do enjoy um every time you're on track um if you look at when we were at albert park on the grand prix circuit um we came in with the um attitude of let's just enjoy it and take it as it comes because um, and I think for us, that was the best way to approach that event because if you look at, um, if you came in thinking, oh, I want to win, I want to do all this sort of stuff and, and you don't really embrace um, where you are and what you're doing, like um, the weekend got cut short and I think that's the biggest thing. I was able to enjoy the amount of time I had on track and I think if we were um, stuck in the mindset of having to, to work really hard, I'm not saying that we weren't working really hard, which we were, um, but we were also enjoying everything we were doing. We were um, looking around, embracing where we were. And I think um, if we weren't doing that and the weekend had been cut short, we would have been like, oh, what's, what's just happened? Like um, we haven't really enjoyed where we were. So, yeah, um, it, yeah nothing's guaranteed. So um, if you're in the motorsport industry, just make sure you enjoy it and take it as it comes. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. No, thanks, Abby. <laughs> we can't wait to watch um, you in your first year. How can people follow your journey? Um, you can go on um, any of my social medias. Um, I'm on Facebook as Michael Clemente Motorsport. I'm on Instagram as Michael Clemente 15. Um, yeah, and you can get all my other social medias from those two accounts. So, yeah, you can follow me on them. And um, I do try and interact with everyone as much as I can. So, yeah, feel free to drop a message, ask any questions. Um, yeah, just connect with me and I'll connect with you. Uh, and all of Michael's details will be in today's show notes. Awesome. Yep. As well as, um, yeah, our website. We just got a website uh, published, which is really, really cool. I've never had one. So, um, yeah, obviously you can jump onto my website and um, there's plenty of stuff you can do there. You can buy our merch. You can um, connect through me uh, on there. And, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of cool stuff that, that's going on and you can um you can contact me on basically anything um yeah and another thing we've got is if you jump onto our website um it comes up with a, a newsletter subscription where uh, if you sign up to that uh you get uh weekly reports of from myself of my racing what we're doing what's happening behind the scenes so yeah uh, make sure you do jump on the website and you subscribe and you um do all the cool stuff fantastic well thanks again michael stay safe Keep yep. healthy and well, and yeah. we'll look forward to the first race whenever that shall be. Uh, I know, um, hopefully soon. But yeah, thanks so much for having me, Belinda. Um, it's been a blast. No worries. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Belinda. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Tea. Until next time, take care.